This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got a few app experts with me to help out today. We've got Graham Williams and John Beeler. We have got an awesome program. Uh, I don't know if you've been on Facebook uh, lately. All these uh, pictures of uh, people posting, I guess, pictures of what they'd look like when they're older. Yes. What app is that? Face app. You know, I already look old enough. I have zero desire to actually run my face through that. <laughs> I saw that you did. I did, yes. Yeah. You look kind of the same, John. Kind of. Yeah. M- more wrinkly. More wrinkly. <laughs> Pruny. Have you tried it, Grant? I've not. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to. No. Because this is my, my big suspicion with these things is that they're mapping my face. And eventually when we get into more biometrics that people are going to be using this data to compromise Well, things. we're going to be talking about it because there are some issues with that app. Okay. And apps like that. So okay. if you have used it or thinking of using it, stay tuned. We're also going to be uh, chatting about Amazon Prime Day uh, this week. Uh, the numbers, like how much did they sell? It is astronomical. We'll talk about some of the things we bought because we are Amazon losers that just order everything. Now, have you there. seen a lot of other retailers are starting to do, and they're actually using the term Prime yes. uh, in their advertising. Yeah. I was, I was at London Drugs and they did this and they, they had you know Prime, de- Prime deals without the delay in shipping. Oh, yes. smart. <laughs> Well, so this is kind of the weird thing. I was looking, because I'm going camping this weekend, and I was trying to buy some stuff, and all of the stuff that I wanted to buy on Amazon is not shipping until Monday next week. Oh, smart. Yeah, so, I mean, you can understand. I mean, they're probably overwhelmed with all of these orders, so I actually just went and shopped brick and mortar. Well, I'll tell you, I'll I'll throw out one stat. 175 million items sold. Woo! So that's a lot of trucks and planes trying to deliver all that stuff. Well, I mean, and for the economy, you've just you've not only got that, you've got all the delivery people out there. There's there's a lot of jobs that are involved in this. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the app news this week. Uh, this is uh, interesting stuff here. Uh, we've talked about this in the past. So much hacker and security issues lately. Um, the Zoom web conferencing software. Apple's still patching yes. computers. So they it was discovered after Apple did the silent update for the Zoom software, the Zoom had actually white-labeled a number of other video conferencing apps <laughs> and didn't tell anybody. No. And so if you've used any of these other video conferencing apps and uninstalled it, there was no way to go back in and actually remove that web server that was going to be the exploit point for hackers to get into your computer. So Apple issued another silent update to remove this thing. Um, it just does not look good for Zoom as far as, you know, on the one hand, they're trying to make life easier for their users by saving you a click. On the other hand, they've exposed your entire computer system to hackers. I'm good with the extra click. Yeah. You too. know, I'm going to turn to Zoom and say, hey, guys, uh, let, let me click next, next time. So, uh, Windows. Uh, soon, you will be able to summon Alexa on your Windows 10 lock screen. Thank God. Why? We can kill Cortana forever. Yeah, so for listeners who don't know what Cortana is, was, uh, it's, I guess, Microsoft's or Windows version of Siri or Alexa or the Google Assistant. Yeah, so Cortana was a character in Halo. Yes. Right, and she was the AI inside Master Chief's helmet. Now, if you played the Halo series, uh, she goes rampant or crazy in Halo 5 and becomes and <laughs> she basically becomes the villain. So why you would name your AI assistant about the thing that's trying to kill the player in Halo 5 I think this was doomed from the start. Why didn't they just call it Hal? Right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's a bunch of like 30 year old dudes sitting in their basement. What should we call this? Cortana. Well, you know, it, it kind of, it had sort of a good uh, 
sort of consistency to it, right? It's a Microsoft product. Halo is a Microsoft product. It's an AI. Very cool. And I think nobody just followed it through to its obvious conclusion about an AI going crazy know, and trying to kill everyone. Yeah, but look at the other names that Apple and uh, Amazon used. Yeah. Alexa, Siri, kind of much, I don't know, they seem more friendlier. Yes. Cortana, you know, is that going to be appealing to a mass audience? And I, I just think women as well. Cortana. Yeah. Is Cort- that appealing to a female audience? Uh, it's about as good as, okay, Google. Well, it's Google, right? Fair enough. You might as well, honestly, you might as well have been, okay, Windows. Yep. Like, seriously, that, that would have probably been more in line. Or computer, like Star Trek. Well, so you can do that with Alexa, right? right. You can swap the keyword uh, to computer. So if you do want to have that Star Trek, the next generation experience, computer, you can kind of throw that out there. I did it for a little while, but I use the word computer so often yes. at home that I was triggering it all the time. So I, I went back to uh, Alexa. And I think we probably triggered everybody's Echo speakers at home. So sorry about that. Well, and it's interesting thing about this, though, is this basically gives you an Alexa device in your computer if you have Windows. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all the new Macs have that with Siri, right? They've got the always-on chip that is listening. If you have an older Mac, you can actually summon Siri by double-tapping the function button on your keyboard. So you've got the same sort of features. I didn't know that. Yeah. So double-tap function key. Yeah, well, now, here's the thing. You've actually got a new enough Mac that if you set up, hey, Siri... Um, it will actually do that uh, after you do the voice recognition. Yes, you triggered your own phone. I did, yes. <laughs> yeah. you, you saw me turn that off. Um, so, so when you do voice recognition with Siri, it trains to your own voice so that you don't accidentally summon it uh, when you hear things like this radio program. Things are getting confusing now. Uh, I don't know what assistance you have in your home, but I've got like Google Homes and Google Minis. Uh, I've got the new Google Nest Hub, uh, and I have Alexas. I've got so many different Alexas. See, my wife. They talk about you when you're not home. My <laughs> wife is going crazy. She hates all of them. <laughs> and now, you know, it's tough. I'm trying to remember who do I talk to for certain things. So for my home automation, that's all Alexa. Yep. But I use Google all the time for searching things and recipes. And yeah, it's. You can do the same thing with Alexa, though. Yeah. But see, Google, I f- no, I find Google better for searching up stuff. I, so I've got I've got no Google in my house, and I think we probably I got know, no Google in my house. I've got no Google. We're a Google free zone. But I put Alexa in because there was Alexa tie-ins with Sonos. So I have that too. But now Google will work with Sonos, and and he, so I've been thinking: Do I want to make that work with Sonos, or is that just going to confuse stuff? Because I've got Google Homes and Minis all over the place. If my wife starts, you know, because she she likes Google, yes. she does not like Alexa. For whatever reason. Yes. So if she starts asking Google for music, that's going to mess up the whole Sonos experience. Well, so like I've got, I've, I've spent thousands on putting Sonos, which is a multi-room music system into my house. And she just, she just uses the little Google home in the kitchen to play music. Can I throw one more monkey wrench in for you? No. So Ikea. Yes. Is releasing their Symphonisk line of Sonos speakers. And they actually have AirPlay 2 built in. A yes. lot like the Sonos One and the Sonos Beam. So if you did want to instead switch over entirely to Siri, I sound like a salesperson at this point, uh, you could do that. And with SiriKit, uh, the big thing for me was being able to have Spotify integration. Because I've got Apple Music and I've got Spotify, and they're good for different things. But Alexa right now is controlling my Spotify experience through Sonos. You'll actually be able to control Spotify through Siri, through AirPlay 2, through your AirPlay 2 powered, either Symphonisk or Sonos One speakers. That sounds really complex. Is anybody out there going to do this? Just me? Just me. Just you. Yeah. So, yeah, in my home. So I've, I've got Apple stuff as well. Yep. So I've got Siri. I've got Alexa. I've got Google. 
eventually we're not going to be needed in this equation. <laughs> but that's that's the new battleground, right? Yes. It's not so much the operating system, it's the voice assistant yeah. yes. category. Well, and going all in on a certain piece of technology, like you know a Hue light system, for example, yeah. versus something else, maybe more uh, open, uh, You know, that's going to dictate which of your assistants you're going to want to use, depending on how you've got your smart home set up. Yeah, but so from a smart home setup, I just found Alexa was easier, because I could go to the Alexa app and just like enable the skill yep. it, it, it just it was easier like i tried doing it through uh, google for my philips hue smart lights and it just it wasn't like easy see i've actually gone full home kit and home oh you're kit, an apple yeah I, i've actually found to be really simple because all you have to do and i always said that qr codes are never going to be a thing i was wrong they're yeah. actually incredibly handy for home kit you literally just scan that qr code yes, it shows right. up in your you're home right. app yeah the apple stuff's good but yeah yeah you just don't have as many things to to play with that are compatible. Okay, so you've got Sonos. Yes. Siri won't work with that. It will through AirPlay 2. Yeah, but then you're not really using Sonos the way it was meant to be used. You can you can still make it do what you want it to do. Am I sounding like a nerd? <laughs> that lives in my parents' basement. That's what this show is all about, though. <laughs> this, is, this is very true. Uh, let's look at one more story here. A lot of vulnerabilities. Uh, there's apparently a Bluetooth vulnerability that could allow uh, iOS and macOS devices to be tracked and identified. Yeah, this is apparently the method that Apple uses to uh, Apple uses uh, the specific protocol in Bluetooth to uh, secure and encrypt all of their stuff. Um, Android does uses a different format of that protocol and research have discovered that they can actually find find a way to sort of get a token out of this particular um, uh, encryption method and actually they're able to track your device so this is kind of a big deal it is it's a huge deal being able to identify where someone is based on how they're connecting with bluetooth i mean we've seen tons of advertisers misuse this information in the past and so this is this isn't the first time that apple has been called out for using this particular protocol this is a problem and you know i think we're all within our rights to say apple you've sold yourself as the privacy focused company why are you using this method that clearly can be tracked and has been tracked and will continue to be tracked. Yes, and it's undetectable that you're being tracked. I'm looking at Cupertino right now going, guys, girls, figure this out. We're going to take a break. There's so much more to talk about on the app show today. Uh, On our Hot 5 app countdown, we're going to talk about the Hot 5 apps that will give you a second phone line. In many cases, for free. And we will also uh, be chatting about... Amazon, Amazon Prime. We'll look at the numbers. 175 million items sold. That's billions of dollars. We'll talk about some of the stuff we bought as well, which we're pretty excited about. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Well, one of the biggest e-commerce apps out there would happen to be Amazon. And it was Amazon Prime Day or Days this uh, week. They've gone from one to two days. And they estimate that Amazon sold close to $5.8 billion. It's incredible. Over two days. Well, it's almost Amazon Prime Week, though, because they started the sales like on Friday. Yeah. The pre-Prime Day sales. I mean, I, I look at it this way. When I, cause I used to work for Best Buy many, many moons ago. And we used to look at the market. And there were, there were dips at time during the year where you'd have fewer sales. So the big one was Black Friday. 
And I was part of the team, sorry everybody, that brought Black Friday to Canada. And that was a beautiful thing for us because we were able to find profitability before Boxing Day. It used to be that you get to Boxing Day and if you didn't make your Boxing Day, you had a rough year. Well, I mean, I think Amazon's looking at this and going, oh, July's kind of a, it's a dead time for us. It really is. What do we do? Let's have another Boxing Day. So what I found amazing about this is that it just spun off so many other sales. So if you looked at all of the e-commerce competitors out there, London Drugs, Best Buy, Target, everyone, Walmart, they all had big sales on as well. So it was... Uh, if you good. paid retail for anything these last few days, <laughs> yeah. you you missed the boat. And you know there were some pretty good sales. So $5.8 billion in sales, they, they're estimating 175 million items. Uh, so the top three items in Canada. This was interesting. Graham, what do you think? Gosh, I, probably one of the Echo Dot speakers. No, no. Uh, PlayStation 4 Slim was Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. It, it was a huge price drop, and it's a very coveted title, and it's just the perfect storm of you know something people actually wanted at a good price that uh, now's the time to buy. So number two, wouldn't have seen this coming in a million years. The Life Straw Personal Water Filter. Oh, I've got a bunch of these. These are great. Yeah, so these are straws that have special filters built in. So when the grid goes down and you have to drink out of muddy puddles to get your water, <laughs> you can suck it through this straw and it will purify the water yeah. so you don't die. I've got one in my earthquake kit. I've got one in my car. These I things w- are great. I wonder if that's why, though, because we've had so many earthquakes recently. Yeah. It seems like a good, good thing to stock up on. Be prepared. Yeah, especially at a discount price. Number three. Uh, the DNA kits, you know, 23andMe and Ancestry. I was on the fence on these. I didn't buy it. You didn't? I was, I was so close, but, but I what were the, what, How much were they off? They, over $100. They're usually $249. They were on for $129, I think. Yeah, I think I saw one for $99, like for a small window of time. Yeah. Wow. And so they say Prime members worldwide save more than $1 billion uh, through Prime Days. I know is- for myself, I saved about 300 bucks. So I bought, because I recently just moved into a new place, I bought uh, some Lutron light switches, because I still had my Lutron control center from my last place, and I bought uh, some MISA uh, HomeKit smart thermostats. I have one of those in my shed. You recommended it to me. It is so awesome. Yeah. And so if you've got electric baseboard heaters, this is one of the few, um, I guess, connected thermostats that'll work. Yeah. And, yeah. and so this was, this was my problem, was I, I moved into this place, and it's a really nice place, but it had these big, bulky, you know the beige thermostats with a rotating dial really it looks from like it's from your place is new i know they, i guess they got a good deal on those thermostats. I, guess, I guess so and so i thought to myself i really like the ability to have the temperature go down at night when i want to be able to sleep and then come back in the morning when i want to get up um, and be able to sort of save some energy that way they're also they're incredibly beautiful right they've got this lovely display on them so uh each of these things was i think something like 20 dollars off because regular press on them was 129 so they were 109 and then i saved another 20 percent when i added it to cart that was the crazy thing. There's a lot of things that were already kind of like on a lightning deal price. And then because it was Prime Day, you got an additional bonus. And people were actually stacking these things. And there was actually a couple products, especially the Echo Dot stuff, you could actually get for free <laughs> if you bought it at the exact right time because of these bonuses. Unreal. So it was funny because uh, we work in the same office together, kind of near each other. John was constantly checking his uh, doorbell cam to see all the deliveries coming. I can't believe how fast they deliver that stuff. I live really close to one of the warehouses in New West, and I get stuff delivered a lot faster than most people do. But yeah, I at one point, I think I had six packages piled up in front of my door. 
Did you buy you bought stuff? I did, and, yeah. and so I mean, you guys probably noticed. I'm I'm technically on vacation right now. I came in to to chat with you guys, but I had all of my stuff delivered here. And so I walked into my desk the other day, and uh, it, it was stacked. I think probably what again six or seven high. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, n- nice way to do it, and yep. also a slightly more secure way to do things. I uh, I took it easy. I was so tempted. But I've been just spending so much money on home renovations right now. But uh, I did pick up a thing for my my Tesla. Yeah, what'd you yeah. get? Well, it's not that exciting. So you know the center console? Yes. Uh, it's all this shiny piano black gloss finish that is essentially the biggest fingerprint magnet known to man. Yes. So they actually have this vinyl stick-on kit that turns it into like a matte black. Oh, I like that. Yes, I'm very excited. That's, so That's really cool. I, I know. So I told John about this, and he's just looking at me. Yeah, good luck putting that on. <laughs> it's going to be all bubbled and <laughs> misaligned. <laughs> and you know what? He's probably right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, overall, uh, Prime Day, I guess, success for Amazon, and I think it's only going to grow. Like, they've spawned all the competitors into matching these sales as well. Well, I think like Graham was mentioning, this might become the new Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So time will tell. When we come back from the break, it's Hot 5 App Countdown. We're going to tell you the five best apps for getting a second number for your smartphone or tablet. We will also be getting our iPhone tip of the week as well. So lots to, to learn and stay tuned for. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back after this. You are back with the app show. Before we get to our hot five app countdown and our Android tip of the week, Graham, you've got uh, our iPhone tip. So our iOS tip of the week is kind of a cool one here. It is iOS screen recording, but not just iOS screen recording. It's how to add this easily to your control center. So this is kind of handy if you're looking to uh, show off perhaps a high score that you got in a video game, or if you're having trouble with something, you want to be able to share it with friends. You can capture a video of what's going on in your screen and share it that way. So you can add screen recording to control center and record your screen by going to settings, control center, customize controls. So you go to Control Center, tap on the screen recording control. It looks like a little recording dot, right? It's a circle within a circle. So when you tap on that, it will start recording in about three seconds. If you want to stop the recording, tap on the status bar, and you'll find the recording in your Photos app. Very cool. Well, it's that time. The Weekly App Hot 5. Yes, this week, the Hot 5 app countdown is hot five second number apps and these are apps that will actually give you second phone numbers uh, either in canada or the u.s or wherever we're going to start off uh number five john with flip flip yes so this is for both uh ios and android uh you get a free seven day trial or it's eight dollars a month u.s for a single number and eight dollars a month for additional numbers on top of that so with flip you're in control of your smartphone life and you can use the app to effectively separate work and personal calls Let's you add up to five U.S. phone numbers to your existing phone in any local area code you choose. You can also send and receive unlimited calls, texts, photos, and gifts to and from any U.S. phone number and to any international flip phone number. You can restrict incoming calls to whoever you want and set do not disturb messages for any of your numbers. Uh, the first number you add is free for seven days, but then costs seven dollars or eight dollars a month after that. We're going to go to number four here. Graham, we've got CloudSim. So CloudSim, again, is available for iOS and Android. Now, there are a variety of different price points for this because you can actually choose how you want to use it. So if you need multiple phone numbers for your smartphone for international conversations, even between mobiles and landlines, CloudSim offers numbers between the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Poland, as well as others. Now, the service offers low-cost and free rates for calls, for text messages, 
all without additional roaming charges, and will let you choose your connection type. So you can choose to call either via, via local access through either your LTE connection, mobile data, uh, so you're just using the data there, or through Wi-Fi. So you never have to worry about bad reception or dropped calls to over 200 countries. So it also lets you receive texts and calls to your new number, free text chat between phones using over worldwide using Wi-Fi or data. You can share pictures, and you can use local access for your free minutes when you travel or have no internet. It has dedicated voicemail for each separate mobile number, and you can buy up to four numbers. Very cool. Cool. Number three, we've uh, got Burner. This works for iOS and Android. Burner actually gives you a second line for calling, texting, and picture messaging for routine routine interactions. It works by intercepting calls on your Burner number and then routing them to your cell phone so no one can actually see your real number. You can call, text, and manage contacts from within the app and treat it as a a long-term second phone number for your business or outside projects. You can create a disposable phone number for things like dating, sales, delivery, shopping, or even selling stuff on Craigslist. It integrates with Dropbox, Google Drive, and Slack, and allows you to archive messages, voicemails, and communicate uh, with your team. And the cool thing is that you can create multiple phone numbers and keep them as long as you want, or burn them anytime. You can share your burner number with anyone while keeping your new number secret for anonymous texting. Burner is free to download and comes with a seven-day free sample number, and you can get additional numbers uh, through in-app purchases uh, or subscription. And uh, it's also available via prepaid plan uh, and, uh, like I said, subscription pricing. And you can change your plan at any time in the U.S. or Canada, except Puerto Rico. Number two, we have Second Landline. Second Line. Or Second Line, sorry, yes. (laughs) It's number two, and it's the Second Line. So if you're looking for a full-featured business phone system, in addition to your personal phone number, consider Second Line, which operates in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, The app lets you call and message from a separate number on the devices you or your employees own, either via Wi-Fi or your existing cellular network. You can choose a local phone number with unlimited text and picture messaging, unlimited phone calling, and cheap international calling. It offers frills like emojis, stickers, and GIFs, and you can also get voicemail transcription, caller ID, call forwarding, customizable text, and ringtones, quick reply, plus you can add your own signature to each text. Passcode functionality it lets you keep all your code calls and messages private as well. Number one, Graham, we have... Numflix. Numflix. This is for iOS, and the price is somewhere between three to six dollars Canadian. So Numflix is for folks who need to communicate but don't want to reveal their private information to vendors and strangers. It gives you a real phone number and real functionality that includes voice calls, texts, voicemails, reverse caller ID lookup, and call recordings. That's super handy. The app creates numbers on demand with a few taps, and it's very straightforward and very easy to use. So right now you can create numbers with U.S. and Canadian country codes, and there is support from more countries coming in the future. There are on-demand packages, but you can also get a monthly subscription option that features some heavy discounts. And again, those prices go between 3 and $6 on average. Thanks, guys. Let's uh, move on to our Android tip of the week. What do we got, John? We've got screen pinning. This is a really cool feature if you ever want to hand your phone off to a friend, but you don't want them to be able to snoop around on your phone. Yes. So, give them a specific uh, game or app and basically lock it down just to that. So basically to enable this, what you need to do is you go into your settings and um, there will be, usually it's enabled by default and when you pull up your um, multitasking interface, you know, the the right button on your Android interface, um, you basically will see a little pin on the screen at the bottom of the app. You hit that and that basically locks 
that app into uh, the only thing that the person can see until you enter a passcode to get to the other apps. How you do that depends on your device. And also you can have things like your face ID, fingerprint ID, all that kind of stuff to unlock that pin. So it's a really handy way to lock down your machine just for that one particular task. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about FaceApp. Have you noticed all the pictures of your friends where they've made themselves look old? Did you read the fine print of the user agreement uh, when you downloaded that app? Well, you'll be blown away with what they can do with your face, your name, and your location. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with The App Show. Have you looked older lately on your Facebook profile pic? Well, there is an app that is gone viral. It's called FaceApp. I think over 150 million people have uh, used this to create older versions of themselves. You basically input a picture of uh, of your face and it transforms you to, I don't even know, many times older. You look like an old person. Yes. And this is funny. This is the like the third or fourth time this app has gone viral. Yes. Previously, it was the gender swap yep. version. And then before that, it was um, what you look like as a younger version of yourself and an older version of yourself. So it's very appealing, right? Yeah. It's fun. You can make fun of yourself and, and laugh at what you might look like when you're older. It's free. But Graham, the fine print. I, you know, I'm, I've been looking at this and thinking, well, what are you doing with my data? And so you're, you're taking my face, you're scanning my facial features. Your name. My name. Your location. And the age that I am currently. Yes. And, and so here's some of the fine print. Yeah. You grant FaceApp a perpetual, irrevocable, non-exclusive, royalty-free, worldwide, fully paid, transferable, sub-licensable license to use, reproduce, modify, adapt, publish, translate, create, derivative works from, distribute, publicly perform, and display your user content and any name, username, or likeness provided in connection with your user content in all media formats and channels, now known or later developed without compensation to you. And your firstborn. Holy crap. On a scale of one to heck no, that's a that's a solid heck no. For oh me. my god. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Like they've basically covered themselves for using your face for anything in I, the future. And they've got all that data on you. Your name, how old you are, I believe, and uh, where you're located. The the interesting part about this app though is the fact that you can use it without actually logging in, but it's presenting you right at the front of you when you launch the app. Log into Facebook or log in with Google. So you can give them even more of your personal information if you do that. You don't actually need to do that. So what's the lesson here, guys? I think the lesson here is, again, we've said this so many times, right? If you are getting a service for free, you are not the consumer. You are the product. Right now, this like in those terms and conditions, it spells it out very, very distinctly and succinctly. And no one reads those. No, and no one does. Now, here's the thing. Could you challenge this in court? You probably could. Is there a good chance you could win? Yeah, probably. I mean, this right here seems incredibly predatory. I don't think anybody goes into one of these things, one of these apps, expecting that I'm going to surrender the rights to my likeness for the rest of my life in perpetuity. This is a bit nuts. So I think there are a couple of things here. One, you know, we need to turn, and I've, you, I sound like a broken record on this. We need to turn to the privacy commissioners and say, hey, we need you to stand up for Canadians and make sure that this type of thing does not stand. Uh, as users, though, and I'm a strong proponent of personal responsibility, know what you're getting into. 
I also wonder too if maybe Facebook's to blame for help perpetuating this app usage because everyone's posting it and like here here's my here's my you know link to go get the app yourself and you know Facebook is trying to change how they present fake news and all that other type of stuff just like we saw in the past with all of those quizzes you could do and log in and give all the rights to your Facebook profile to and this is the Russian company yeah Kelsey Breeze. And so is that data all being stored in Russia? Well, the the CEO of the company has said that all of this uh, filter manipulation that happens to the phone happens on Amazon servers. So it doesn't and, actually get sent to Russia. And those AWS servers are located here in North America. But we are looking at a company that has said that they are more than willing to hang on to your data and use it any way that they see fit in the future. And you agreed to it. And you agreed to it. So perhaps before you go ahead and click on one of these things, give it a bit of a second thought. Think about what it is that you are giving up. Now, you mentioned something here, signing in with Facebook, signing in with Google. Um, there are a variety of different ways for you to sign into things. That one click to sign into Facebook so you don't have to rem- remember your password, the trade-off there is that you are surrendering all of your personal information. Um, we do have a, a new service coming out, and again, I sound like I work for the company, but Apple is bringing in their sign-in with their Apple ID coming later this year, which not only does it not surrender that information, but you can actually uh, obfuscate that information. You can not agree to surrender your email. It's almost like the burner app we were just talking about where you can actually just give a disposable login. And, and at any time you can burn that login. Yeah. So, um, you know, for myself right now, I've actually gone back through. And as of last year with the whole Cambridge Analytica thing, I went through all of the login with Facebook apps, removed that login and set up individual accounts with an email address that I felt I could burn if I needed to. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to being able to do that with Apple's new Apple ID service. So you're not going to use FaceApp? Heck no. <laughs> and it's too late for you, John. The Russians own your face. <laughs> they do. And I'm sure they have sold it to oh, China. I hope so. I hope there's a big banner somewhere with my face on it as an old person. Das Vidania. I wonder, do they own your normal face? Like, they Presumably must. they own both. That is hilarious. Like They could technically sell that to stock photo libraries. Yes, yeah. they could. And you can't do anything about it because you accepted the user agreement. I know, sure, you could go sue them, but who's going to do that? I want to sell vodka. You want to sell <laughs> As long as they send me a case for free, you can sure. Yeah, it's, or Beeler beer. We, hey, hey, we all have a price <laughs> now. Now we're talking. Okay, we still have some time left in today's program. When we come back from the break, we've uh, got a few more cool apps to talk about. If you're into gaming on your phone, we've got Graham's game app of the week, and we've got John's pick of the week as well. And I love John's picks; they're always really interesting. You're listening to the App Show here on the Course Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here. I've got Graham Williams and John Beeler with me today. Before we get to John's favorite app of the week, we're going to do our uh, our favorite game app that you have, Graham. Yeah, so this is a brand new game that just came out from a company called That Game Company. And cool. Yeah, they released, went all out on that name. They really did. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. They've actually got a few games that they've done in the past. Uh, they've got one called Flow one called Flower, and one called Journey. And all of these were available on the PlayStation platform as well as other platforms. And so when they announced this new game, I was really excited because I love Journey. It's probably one of my most fun gaming experiences I've ever had. If you haven't played it, go look for Journey. Really fun. But this game is called Sky, Children of the Light. And it's an incredibly cool, very calm, relaxing game where essentially you play a character that can fly. And you can fly through seven different worlds 
And it's a lot about exploration and kind of getting in touch with this beautiful world that they've created. Um, it does have in-app purchases, but it's free to play. So an incredibly beautiful game. Tons of fun. You play this when you're stoned? Is that, <laughs> is that the idea? Because it sounds like that. Well, I am now. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way we can get him down to the radio show. <laughs> sorry, again, it's called? It's called Sky. And uh, sorry, Sky Children of the Light. And you can actually team Sky up Children of the with Light. other players and play online together. You can fly together. You can fly together. John, you going to download that one? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> How much? Uh, it's free. Okay. And again, there are in-app purchases uh, anywhere from sort of $2 to about $15 for uh, different season passes. So you can you can play through the game over time. Very nice. Okay, John, what's your, uh, your favorite app of the week? So my favorite app this week is called Lazy Bones Routine Planner, which is a really horrible name for a really cool app. It appeals to me, though. Yeah? Yeah, because I'm lazy. Yeah. So, I mean, we all have Apple Watches. Yes. Do we all try to close our rings? Yes. So... You know, is that what those things are? <laughs> <laughs> so those rings are all predetermined by Apple. So explain to the listeners what those rings are. It's different things for like counting your steps, how many, how long you've stood today, yeah. that type of thing, right? So it's all sort of health related. But what if you could use that same kind of interface and you know uh, tracking mechanism to customize whatever you want? So Lazy Bones actually allows you to create habits and routines and track them and log them just like the rings on your Apple Watch. Okay, like, like what could you do? Like reminders to go to the gym, to stop and meditate, to drink more water, drink less coffee, that, those types of things. Anything you want, actually. But you actually will log it in the app on your phone, and it has a companion Apple Watch app and, and a, um, a complication, so you can actually integrate it into your watch face. That's really cool. It's eat, really cool. Eat more fried chicken. Eat yes. more fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Drink more beer. <laughs> and then my Apple Watch, the health app will go, you've got only five days left to live, <laughs> essentially. So again, it's called Lazy Bones Routine Planner. That's pretty cool. I like it. So a cool thing that I found out, uh, I've got the new uh, Amazon Echo Show 5. So it's like an Amazon Echo speaker, but it's got the screen built into it. I think it was on for like 65 bucks. I got one. Prime Day. Uh, I've got the Ring video cameras, and I... I didn't really know how well it integrated. Yeah. It's fantastic. So I've got one of these cameras over top of my garage. So anytime there's motion now, it just instantly pops, pops up, up on screen. Yep. Same with the Waze cameras, security cameras, which are super cheap, really great webcams that you can deploy anywhere in your house. You get those online, right? How yep. Do you, how do you spell that again. W-Y-Z-E. And so those things, how, tell the listeners how cheap those things are. They're like 35 bucks. And they're amazing. They're amazing. And so they integrate with this as well. Yeah. yeah. So the nice thing is, is you can say, Alexa, show me camera two, and it'll pop up on your show and show you the live feed from that camera. If there's motion detector, will it instantly go up? It's an option, yeah. Wow. I love living in the future. It's pretty pretty cool. That's all the time we have left for the app show today. Don't forget to listen to our podcast, available on the uh, Apple Podcast app, uh, also Google Play, and wherever you find your favorite uh, podcast. And listen to our sister show, Get Connected, every Saturday here on CKNW 980 and across the course radio network, 10 a.m. This is Mike, John, and Graham signing off. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.